Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, Mark Hall with the Plan Vision Podcast, and I'm going to chat about some good ways to save for your child's future. And this is geared towards Americans. If you're planning on saving for college and, and you you know that you want to do that, that the money you want to save is geared for that, at least most of the money, the 529 plan is the best way to invest for that because the interest that you earn on the investment is tax-free. And like unlike standard investments, if you put your money in a bank, like a CD, you get taxed on interest, or if you go put your money in a brokerage account, you pay uh, capital gains and then some short-term income tax on dividends there. But if you know you're going to save for college, you can open up one of these 529 plans and the interest that you earn will be tax-free. So if your goal is to pay for college, then this is the right plan to use. Some of the other benefits is that you do retain control over the asset. If your child ends up not going to college or don't need the money, you can essentially decide what else to do with the funds, maybe use it for grandchildren or for another child, or even pass it along to other family members. There are limits to how much you can put in, but typically the limits are not significant enough um, where it would impact your ability to save enough for your child's college. And there's a full range of investments these days with these types of plans. What happens if you don't use the money for college? Well, if you don't use it for whatever reason, if you save too much, um, it's not horrible what happens. You're not taxed on the money you put in because that was already taxed, but the money that you earn is taxed as income. And there's a 10% penalty on the growth, not on the whole account, just on the growth. And one thing that you could consider is, well, if that's the case, I'll just wait till I get to retirement and take it out at that point because I'm likely going to be in a lower tax bracket. You can also use it to a certain extent, potentially to pay off student loans. If you... If your child has a scholarship, then you can take uh, the equivalent amount of the scholarship out of the plan without any sort of penalty. So it is a it is the best plan, not perfect, but it's as far as I'm concerned. If you're really going to save for college, it's the best plan. Another option, which is not specifically for college, is trust or custodial accounts. And if the and this is the way it was explained to me way back when these things were started, was that. Um, the trust account or the custodial account, which is what I'm going to describe, um, because the parents, when you set those up for your kids in their name, you set up the trust or custodial account in, in the child's name, so it's taxed at their rate, which is low. Uh, the 529 plan was set up because when you set up a trust or a custodial account, that becomes the child's account at age 18. So the second option that I'm talking about has a a feature of it, which is not as appealing as the 529 plan. And that is you lose control of the asset when the child reach, reaches 18 or I think 21, even 25, I think in some states. So that's what spurred the addition of the 529 plan is that there was the idea that it was better to have a savings account where the parents could maintain control of the asset if the money is not used for college. But anyways, these second accounts are trust or custodial accounts. Again, they're in the child's name. They're taxed at the kid's rate, which is much lower, very in a very low tax bracket, if, if anything at all. Full range of investments. Now, be, and I'm not going to get into financial aid qualifications with this podcast, but 
the money in a trust or custodial account as the child reaches maturity or 18 will have a bigger impact on reducing their eligibility for financial aid. So that's a factor you'd want to bear in a bigger impact than a, pardon me, than a 529 plan. But, you know, more control. If you don't, you know, you're not sure you want to put money in an account um, for college and you just want your child to have the funds when they turn 18, this is a great choice. Another one is just a standard brokerage account. And if you're using index funds, which are very tax efficient anyway, these can this can be a great choice. This is in your name, you have full control over the asset. It's not it's not as clean as a 529 plan because you will pay some taxes, some capital gains when you withdraw the funds, and you might be at a high tax rate. But still, on an ongoing basis, these things are pretty darn tax efficient anyway. So if you just don't want to have any sort of constraints on how you use the money, and you're willing to sacrifice some capital gains taxes for that, then a brokerage account is a great way to invest as well. Again, I don't think it's as good as a 529 plan for sure, but still a very sound way to invest for your child's future. To finish this up, I want to talk about how do you figure out the right amount to save? It's a good question. College is a wild card. You don't have any idea, right, where your child's going. Maybe you don't. Maybe you do, I guess, but most people don't. They don't really know where their child's going to go to college, particularly the younger ones. Um, Will they even go to college? Might they do something different? Might they spread out their college experience over a longer period of time? Some might choose the service. What if they get a bona fide scholarship? They won't even need this money. So it's hard. It's hard to know how much it's going to be. So here's what I would encourage you to do. Don't try to figure out how much it's going to cost. Figure out what seems like a reasonable amount for you to accumulate and help your child with. So pick a target, whether it's 10,000 a year or 30 or 50, and then just save to try to get to that goal. So if the total amount you want to have in the funds or or in the 529 plan of the other funds is 50,000, that's your target. If it's 200, that's your target. You do your best to save for it, add in some market returns. That's out of your control to a certain extent. But just try and save just like you would for retirement as consistently as methodically for your children. And then let the chips fall where they may with something that can be just so, so uncertain about the cost of college. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered. 